nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Ah. Uh. From Atlanta, yeah, so Cleveland Been winning all the games in my division Tell your missus not to miss her, she tripping No Christmas for me, I'm already gifted No disrespect to the spirit, to the spirit. Intoxicated while I'm steering on the rear end Shout out to my dog Venom, no spider Think I'm about to smoke one, no lighter Climb up as far as you can, but you can't catch it Leave your red like the bright lights on exits Almighty gang, huh, 12 letters My take for yours, wonder who sells better young college kid but i never got a letter one man's trash is another man's treasure bless up then boss up but if you walked up i got something that'll off you yeah all i ever hear is back legend when you gonna stop doing this when you gonna start doing that when you gonna come see me when you gonna come see her look y'all need to understand something everything i do is well Everything I touch is rare. Why you don't come around, Becker? Because I'm rare. Frivolous, uh, later than your girls, period. We're on the track now, so it's good. I'm rarer than a diamond, cause you know them diamonds aren't rare. Marketing invention, yet you see it and you all stare. But me, I'm more like a tanzanite. Still thick cut, two C's, wash your pants twice. Put them double D's, girl, please. I'm from MI, but check out my CT. I put the weight of the world on the beat. Still bringing the pain, y'all know my name. F-R-I-V-O-L-O-U-S entertains And anything that I really want, I will obtain You a baker boy, so we cooking up some flame Dang, I'm worth more than a milli, so I rock My words will take you to another world, lots of chalk Cause Rudy's got the chalk With a dip, do I walk? Must because I got it in my sock Nah, I'm playing <laughs> Yo, what's going on everybody? It's your boy, Earth Mac, the mad scientist and it's your boy Thanos. I'll take half of everything you can the other half. Rick, back in the building. Back in the building for this edition of the Orange Tree this morning show week in review. Man, we got a lot to talk about, bro. Like it's there's a lot that's been going on this week, man. But before we get into all that, how have you been? Ah, maintaining, man. Living the American dream. Or the American Nightmare. Oh, 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 you see what I did? You see what I did? You see I what see I did? What you did that. I see what you did there. Okay. okay. <laughs> that's something. That's something Max can't do. Max can't do that, but I can. You, you're already coming out with the Max energy. I got you. <laughs> right. Well, speaking of American Nightmare, man, how do you feel about his his current run right now? Like, I know it's been what a couple weeks now but how do you feel about it just looking at it i mean they're 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 definitely moving him along um i don't know does does cody seem hurt to you when he wrestles um no nah, not not exactly i think he's just adjusting who who is ever across the ring from him but I, yeah he's not injured he's 100 percent for sure okay he just seems kind of i don't want to say slow or hurt or he seems kind of yeah I don't know. I don't know. Well, the thing is with Cody is that um, if you really look at any of his matches in the past two years or so, two or three years, notice that his matches is actually a little slower than other matches like with AEW. AEW is kind of like in-your-face, fast, fast, heavy, fast type of deal. 
in some cases that is spot heavy and you know people got to set up for a spot or whatever but as with cody wrestles he he tends to i wouldn't say steal the show but it's it tends to have the match of the night match of the night candidate because of the psychology in the ring because he's he tells a story versus just doing spots and I think that would make him great. So I think that's why his matches seems a little slower than than most matches that we may be accustomed to. Okay. okay. Kind of makes sense. Yeah. Okay. I get it. I mean, I was just yeah. curious. I'm like, is he is he all right? <laughs> oh no no no. He's he, he's definitely a hundred percent. No doubt about it. Okay. No doubt about it. Now, now you sent me a link. You know, we're gonna jump jump into this. Uh, Jumping to this news here, man. Now, what's up with uh, that link you sent me? What, what link is this, sir? That is Thor Love and Thunder, the teaser trailer. What's up with that? Marvel finally released the fucking trailer. We've been asking for months. <laughs> and they finally released it. Now, now, I will say to Marvel's credit, they did, they did have to do reshoots. And they had to, you know, do whatever. So they probably didn't feel quite ready to uh-huh. anything, which I completely understand. You know, reshoots. It seems Marvel does reshoots every goddamn movie. It's always a reshoot. You know, you know what I'm saying? So hey, you know, it, it, it is what it is at this point. But I'm pretty sure you've seen the trailer. I'm sure all the listeners uh, have seen the trailer. Um, you know, it 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 it's enough to get your martyr, your 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 mouth watering. Um, of course. I would have left out Jane Thor for the teaser. You would have left that out. Not quite sure why they put that in the trailer. I, I would have left that one out because I, I would think that would, would have been like one, one of the surprises that you would, you know, want to wait until we're actually in the theater watching. So, right. you know, a, a, a curious decision to put that in the a teaser trailer at that. It's a teaser. It's not the full length or the, you know, it's, it's a teaser. Yeah, it's not a two-minute trailer yeah. that you would. Well, I think, uh, you know, us Marvel fans or MCU fans, we already speculated that it's going to be a Jane Foster Thor. Like, I don't think that's such a big, big secret. Um, yeah, but why show I mean, it? It, it, but why it show just surprised it? me, though. But, but, but why show it in a teaser? But hey, though, they did not show a villain. They just showed, like, the niceties of Thor, like Thor is thinking about retiring. He's thinking about, you know, he's no more. He's, you know, we already said like, you know, not going to be a superhero anymore. That that type of thing, and you know, he's hanging out with the Guardians of the Galaxy, which I, which I hope him hanging with the Guardians is not like this five or ten minute type of scene where he just separates from and then it's just about Thor. Because I, I really want to know the dynamic between those two and what they have been doing, why they were together. So that's the one I'm really interested in. Well, it seems, you know, Thor is going to become regular muscle Thor. You know, so yeah. you see him working out and trying to get the fat off him, you know what I'm saying, which is which is cool. I was never the biggest fan of fat Thor. I wasn't I wasn't feeling it, you know what I'm saying, but I mean, it worked, you know, in 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 game and whatnot, but you know, mm-hmm. it's good to see him, you know, the Thor we all know and love and, you know, trying to figure out his life and whatever the case may be. I'm, the, it was a good looking trailer. Obviously it was cool to see the guardians in there. And, you know, again, Jane, it's good, it's good to see her back and, 
you know, um, Christian Bale will be playing the, um, the uh, Gore, the God Butcher. Um, of course, we haven't really seen much of him or whatever, uh, which I believe is the right thing to do. Let, let's save him, you know, at least for the full length trailer or, you know, for the actual when the movie comes out. So, um, Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, 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 it's good trailer good looking trailer I'm excited for it it comes out in July um, my question is well, where does Thor go from here because after after Love and Thunder we already know Adam's coming Adam Warlock will we see him in, in, in this Thor I doubt it maybe um, possibly we already know Nova's coming Nova's coming so there you know Captain Marvel and Luke, she's coming I mean, curious to see where Thor goes. Well, so, okay, so we already know that Thor signed on for more movies. Like, you know, let's say Thor, Chris Hemsworth. Like, he signed on for more Thor movies. Like, he said he's not completely done with the situation. So, now, I don't know that means there's going to be more Thor after Love and Thunder, or he signed on for Thor, Love and Thunder, and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Like that part, I'm not understanding. I, and as a matter of fact, I don't understand like how many movies he actually signed on for. There's that part too. So, I mean, that remains to be seen. I, one thing I did like about the trailer though is that the first, you know, few seconds of it with him like running in the forest and you see those different costumes. Obviously, the classic costume uh, outfit that he had that we are accustomed to in the you know the '90s comics with the wing helmet and stuff like that. Yeah. So I, I I really dig that. I really like that um that call out to it. And we I, I dig it. I dig it. I like the fact that he's getting back in shape, you know, doing his thing. And uh I can't wait for a bigger trailer though. But this is enough to tickle our palate though. This is enough to get it right because clearly they listened to Thanos Rick because Thanos Rick was was mad about it. He's like, Why we haven't seen a Thor trailer yet? And then almost like within forty eight hours, poof. Here comes a Thor Love and Thunder trailer. So clearly, your voice has been heard. Man, I don't even know if that's true because I'm. Oh, Mios. Yep, we did see Zeus. Yeah. We did see Zeus played by Russell Crowe, which, you know, that begs another question. Now we have the Olympian gods in the MCU. Yeah, Hercules. On top of, you know, the Eternal. Norse. Norse guys and you know all this stuff. So now I'm just like, well, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Where were you guys when Thanos came? Where the fuck were all of you when Thanos came and snapped his goddamn fingers? You know, clearly they were doing some other things. I don't know. <laughs> you know, apparently that that finger snap don't reach across the entire galaxy. Only oh, a oh, a good oh, section oh, stop of it. it. Of course it does. Ain't that the point? I mean, what did the universe have? Of the universe is gone. Yeah, I clearly didn't didn't reach that far because I think well, Captain Marvel. I don't think she felt the effects of it. She just knows there's a lot of strange like surges that was going on, and she was like putting out some fires, but you know she had no clue there was a snap going on. He said they pulled a wong and said, "Not my problem." See? Oh Jesus Christ! Okay, <laughs> whatever, whatever. I digress. I digress. <laughs> that could very well be the case, man. That could very well be the case. But again, like this teaser trailer for Thor is 
Um, it, it, I, it didn't left a lot to be desired. Honestly, it was a great trailer. Um, I'm glad you sent it to me because within the first 13 minutes of the release, we was able to release it to you know the public from you know from the Orange Phoenix Instagram as well as the Facebook group page. Well, now uh, Mark says Eternals were had you know had to let it happen to save the planet. Yeah, Eternals don't really get in, get involved in other affairs. That's that part. If you, you like, you remember when you watched Eternals that they like they only deal with the deviants. Yeah, but see that that's my other thing because isn't as far as the comics go, wasn't Thanos a deviant? Or did I read that or hit or hear that wrong? Because I'm pretty uh, sure he was a deviant. Well, he's his brother. You know, Thanos's brother showed up in Eternals. Right. But so he, there's. But he isn't a deviant though. No, 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 no. He's not a thief. He's not a deviant. But he does have a connection, though. Uh, he, uh, Mark says, yes, he has the gene. So, you know, that they know about Thanos, obviously. But he's not a full-on deviant. Well, I mean, uh, I guess having the gene doesn't count. Okay. All right. I digress. I digress. I digress. It's like being Force-sensitive, but you're not a Jedi. Kind of, kind of like that. Uh, that makes sense. You know. You know, I don't even understand. That. I don't understand that. Force sensitive. What do you mean? You are, or you aren't. <laughs> you know, like, Leia, Leia, Leia was like force sensitive. I mean, we didn't see her use her abilities until. But Leia got... was trained as a Jedi. I think being in Mios E. Correct me if I'm wrong. If you are the offspring of Jedi, you might be a little bit more than force sensitive. I, I would assume. You would assume. You would assume. I mean, she had a nice medical orient account, but you know, she wasn't Luke. You know, she wasn't Obi Wan. You know, she wasn't Anakin. But she became but, a Jedi. She was trained. Luke trained her. So yeah, never could use lightsabers though. She could use force powers for other things. She was kind of like an emperor in a way, because emperor never. Well, actually, no, no. Uh, Darth Sidious did he use a lightsaber in uh, Episode Three? Yes. No, no, no. Okay. That was a uh, that. No, no. That was a uh, that was a uh, that was a uh, the other old guy. Uh, uh, Come on, Count Dooku. Dooku, Dooku. Sidious didn't. No. Wait. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. I thought he did. I thought he did when he fought Mace Windu. No, he didn't use him when he fought Mace. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Mio's right. He said he did, but Mace Windu busted his ass. Yeah, that's right. I don't. Okay, after we watch, I don't remember. I don't. That's remember. right. Because uh, Mace was about to about to put him down, and then Sidious asked Anakin, "Look, help me." He's betraying, you know, yada 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 yada. And then at that point, Anakin cut off his hand, and Sidious uses elect, you know, his electrical abilities, and he flew right out the damn window. Okay, I'll have to rewatch it because I, I I'm drawing a blank. I'm drawing a blank. Thanks. But for I that. will I I will tell you this though, Thanos Rick. I I. I'm here to tell the geek corner, you Thanos Rick as well. I was wrong. About? I was wrong. Remember what I told you about Star Wars Battlefront 2 and how that, that game is... I, I, I didn't say the game is trash, but it became trash because of what EA did with it. I remember you saying something along those lines, yes. Yes. So, since I was on my Star Wars kick... And still am, you know. I got Lego Star Wars for my Switch, and I'm, you know, I'm going back to watch the old Star Wars movies. And I'm like, damn, you know what? 
I have Star Wars Battlefront 2. Let me re-download it because since it's free, obviously, because it was a digital download, obviously. And knowing who I am, I dive down the rabbit hole. So I did not know that there was two reviews on Star Wars Battlefront. There was an initial review, which obviously it got ripped apart because of EA Nickel and Diamond doing loot boxes, paying to win, and all this other stuff. And here comes a 2019 review. And bro, let me tell you, I played the multiplayer on Battlefront 2, and it's like a night and day difference. It's like whoever stuck this game since 2017 literally saw Anakin, no, literally saw Darth Vader go to go back to Anakin Skywalker saving his son Luke. That's, that's basically the epitome of this game. This game literally rose from the ashes of what EA tried to do. So did they... They overhauled this game. They they, I, they they redid it or added stuff? Like what did they... It felt like a... Okay, it felt like a remaster, but it did like an Ultimate Edition or something like that. But like the graphically, it looks like I was playing it on PS5. That's how it looked. Okay. That's you. how it looked. I mean, explosions all around me. The multiplayer is still live like you don't have to wait long for, to go into a room there's they added a new mode called supremacy where you know it's kind of like capture the flag but it's a giant tug of war so you got points a through e right so obviously the more points you take over you know obviously your your percentage increases so once you reach that percentage you go to another level within the same game right okay. but you got to hold off the empire or hold off the rebels or you know whatever side that you're on but you if you don't successfully hold them off guess where you're going you're going back going back to the original stage where you got to capture these spots again so it's like a, a giant tug of war you can be in the same game for an hour multiplayer that's supremacy then you got starfighter you know assault where you can actually fly tie fighters and x-wings and you know you're basically in space trying to do these missions or whatever and it's like a 20-person room. But just recently, they did a hero. Well, I know they did had heroes versus villains, but I just played heroes versus villains where you can play all of the heroes or villains of Star Wars lore through the Skywalker saga, whether it's Count Dooku or General Grievous or Anakin or Yoda, Boba Fett, whoever. And it's just like a, a eight-man better royal four on four okay and, and i've been in some some epic lightsaber battles some epic ones and also you just have to re-download that game thanos rick man you'll be blown away i was blown away completely blown away and i was like man this this is what this should have been this is what this game should have been when it was released because i felt like if this is the game that was they released they I mean, obviously, Battlefront Three is coming, obviously, and there's some there's another star, uh, a remaster of Knights of the Old Republic, so you got that coming too. So, <clears throat> if this was the game they released in the beginning, phew. Just, I mean, honestly, this probably be one of the best first person shooters, like, period. Well, I mean, I, I know multiplayer is your thing, not yeah. really, not really so much mine. I don't really dabble into that, but. Hearing you talk about it, I mean, it, it 
okay. I mean, okay. And, if, and you know, for all the listeners, you know, if if Earthmack that Mad Scientist bigs up something, it's worth listening to. I I, I will say that he Earthmack, my my partner knows what he's talking about. So it's good. Man. The single player, mm, you can skip that. You can skip that. I mean, you can play it for the story. I mean, obviously, but it, eh, nah. I mean, it's not. I, I can't really say it's a, just a first person shooter because when you pick up a special character, you can switch from first to third person. You can actually see your guy. You can customize skins. I like playing stormtroopers, man. Like it's like there's special grade stormtroopers, special rankings, stuff like that. So it's 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 really 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 good. Um, a okay. vast improvement. Okay. Vast improvement. But hey, man, we got some other news out here for you, and that is uh, about Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. Now, Sony pushes Spider-Man Across Spider-Verse Part 1 to 2023 next year and set Part 2's 2024 release date. So we're going to have to wait a little bit longer Jesus. because the upcoming, yeah, the upcoming sequel to Sony's hit 2018 animated film, uh, as reported by Deadline, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1 has lost its October 7th, 2022 release date and is now slated to swing into theaters on June 2nd, 2023. Additionally, the film's direct follow-up, Part 2, has set release date of March 29th, 2024. Part 2 was previously eyeing a 2023 debut, though no specific release date was announced. And so, meanwhile, the live-action Spider-Man spinoff, Madam Web, has a set release date of July 7th, 2023, while The Equalizer 3 has set a release date of September 1st next year. Elsewhere, animated film Loud Loud Crocodile is not only due to release this year, but it has actually been bumped up, moving from November 18th to Across Spider-Verse Part 1's previous release date of October 7th. So... Madden uh, Web is going to be live action, right? Yes, 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 yes. So, matter of fact, uh, Sydney Sweeney and Dakota Johnson finds this release date. And... Uh, it, those are the two uh, stars, and it w- and does have a release date of July the 7th. And Euphoria and White Lotus stars said that I like to try to find characters that are challenging for me in multiple different ways and are completely different from one another, and I want to continue to shock people with the characters that I play when, th- when they don't expect that I would choose that next S.J. Clarkson would direct Sony production. We'll begin filming later this year. Do you think we need a Madam Webb? I don't think I, I don't believe we need a Madam Web standalone. That doesn't make that doesn't make much sense to me. Now, let me ask you: Will there be a Spider-Man in this film, or no? I would assume so. It, it seems as though that they are creating like a Spider Verse. That they are like how the Marvel doing the MCU. I feel like Sony is doing like a Spider Verse of their own and Madam Webb is kind of like will be the Doctor Strange-esque type person. Yeah, but they're using villains though. They're not really yeah. using other other heroes. Like it would be different if you know you had like a uh, a Spider-Woman or whatever. Mm-hmm. Actually, I would love to see that come to the big screen at some point or you know small screen whatever. Um you know, like any or a black cat, I think th- th- that'll be dope. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, they're someone's using villains, and I'm just, I don't, eh, 
I don't know. Like, like with Venom, Morbius, those movies. Venom was surprisingly good mm-hmm. because of the storyline. You know, you have Tom Hardy, great story. So that 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 was surprisingly good. Um, because of course, you know, if you remember, there, there were questions. Well, how can Venom work without Spider Man? Because I I had those same questions, <laughs> you know. But I mean, it, it worked. They, they pulled it off. I didn't see the sequel with Carnage. I didn't see that one. Um, but it it I don't know. Like Sony's using villains, and I mean, with Madam Web. I mean, if, if he if they can make it good. I mean, I'd have to read a synopsis, see a trailer, something to, to, to grab me, but it's it's hard. It's hard. You know, I don't know. It, and it has to be coherent. It has to make sense. Because, e, I don't know about you, but I still don't know what they're doing story-wise. As far as, as, far as MCU, Spider-Man, like, I, I still don't know what they're like if it's just standalone movies, just to be standalone, I get it. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. Like the Joker, you know what I'm saying? Like okay, if it's just that, no connection to anything, I got it. But it seems like with Sony, they're still trying to connect these movies to the MCU, Spider-Man, in some way, shape, or form. But it's not really making sense how they're doing it. So if you know, depending on how they want to do Madam Web. I don't know. I, 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 I have to see something. I don't know. I have no idea what they're doing. Yeah, I can understand why that could be a little bit confusing because with the villains, I mean, Morbius ain't 100% a villain. You know, he's more like an anti-hero type deal. But I do see a formation or a possible formation of the Sinister Six. And I think maybe that's what they're getting toward or gearing towards. And what's going on, Punisher? Uh, nice to have you in the geek corner, but yeah. Um, okay. I mean, this is a perfect, okay. perfect for Amazing Spider-Man, though, because a lot of people are asking for Amazing Spider-Man three ever since you know No Way Home surfaced. You know, well, if they do a Sinister Six, which Peter Parker are we going to use? Because you have uh, to have Spider-Man, unless you want to just do a Sinister Six and they're just fucking shit up, and then and then that's uh, Amazing Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield. Garfield. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah, Garfield. Yeah. Right. It, I mean, it's it's perfect for him, honestly, because if you really think about it, uh, his you know Rose Gallery of villains is more like a monstrous type, and you know, vil, you know, Venom will fit perfectly. I mean, you can easily, easily put Amazing Spider-Man in that in that mix. I mean, this could be this redemption story. I mean, everybody's like, all of a sudden, are Andrew Garfield fans where they actually were trashing the first two movies that he did. You know? <laughs> so, this could be a redemption story for him. And Amazing Spider-Man would be a perfect avenue. I mean, matter okay. of fact, Sam, okay. Sam Raimi even said that he's down to make another Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire. Yeah, different universe. Well that, well, that leads to another question, okay? Where do you want to go with that? What villains are you are you going to use for that, Sony? Because unless you want to try the multiverse angle again, you can't do a Sinister Six and have both Andrew and Toby in the same movie. Oh, no, no, no. So I'm thinking Toby, obviously everybody went to their respective universes, right? So Sony 
can have free reign to use Andrew Garfield and Toby however they want. Like Toby can be in his own universe because obviously his villains, Spider-Man 2 is still in high regard as one of the best Spider-Man movies ever. Um, and then, you know, Amazing Spider-Man with the Sinister Six, with Morbius and and uh, and so on and so forth. But, who, but who, here's, here's who, where the confusion is, though. Well, hold on, E. Who, who and jog my memory, who are the members of the Sinister Six? Uh, let's see. There is Dot Octopus. He's the leader. So Doc Ock. You got Vulture, Doc Ock, Vulture, Hobgoblin, Sandman, Mysterio, Electro. Now, those villains are in different universes. Yes. And I just thought about this. Vulture. <laughs> you know, and, Vulture. And where the hell is the Hobgoblin? Haven't seen him yet. Wait, wait, wait. Wait. So, huh, okay. Yeah, this is, you know, confusing. <laughs> <laughs> you, you cannot do a Sinister Six movie unless you do uh, unless you do another multiverse angle or you introduce a new dr ock a hobgoblin a new vulture a new mysterio mysterio is from my man tom holland's universe the mcu he's Correct. dead he's dead so and then vulture is in tom the holland. mcu tom holland yeah which but... they, which they introduced in morbius right Chris, he did that, which so, that's where that confusion is. So I guess with Morbius, is that Toby or is that Andrew Garfield? Help me out. And that might be Tom Holland, because if that Morbius met that vulture, then that's that that's in Tom Holland's universe. For sure. It's it's confusing as hell, man. I it's confusing as hell. Cause I mean, you can do a new Sinister Six with Andrew Garfield's universe. Like you got Venom, you got Craven the Hunter. Now, also, that also depends on what universe you're going to put Craven in, even though no one asked for a Craven standalone movie. No one asked for a Morbius standalone movie. But hey, here we are. <laughs> hey, hey Mio's good point. Now, the Rhino was introduced in Andrew Garfield's universe. Yes. But we haven't seen the Chameleon. That's a good point. Yes. That's, that's two more right there. That's two more. So that's Chameleon. That's a good point. That's Rhino. Uh, and it, possibly Craven. You can't put Venom because Venom is actually a good guy. So um this is pissing me off. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Talking to you and looking at me else's stuff. Now I'm getting pissed off. Nothing against y'all, but I'm getting pissed off now. Sony 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 needs to scratch this Sinister Six movie. Just scratch it. No, no, I'm not saying they are doing it. I'm not saying they are doing it. Matter of fact, E, you know what? Disney, just buy out Sony. Just buy the properties out. Just bring everybody in to the MCU. Fuck this. Fuck this. Disney, make the call. Call Sony up. Look, we'll pay you $50 billion. Give us all this shit so we can just move forward. So I'm just saying this could (laughs) possibly be... Sinister Six. Now, it's never been on record that they are doing a Sinister Six. You know, they could just be doing standalone movies and just, you know, putting Andrew Garfield in the mix with, you know, at least a couple more movies. One, one against, you know, uh, Craven, if he's going to be available. 
you know, or whatever the, whatever the case might be. So I, I think that's where it is. You know, I'm just speculating the Sinister Six. I mean, this Madam Webb situation, that can actually tie in a lot of like, you know, my, you can bring in Miles Morales as a live action guy, Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, which I kind of think this Into the Spider-Verse situation might is it might be a precursor to what's going to be with Madam Webb and, you know, everybody else. This could very well be the case. You see, uh, she could be the Doctor Strange of Sony. I mean, she is a psychic. She can't see the future, you know. She can do these things. And, and Mios is right. Like, Sony is not letting go of Spider-Man. They got a hell of a deal. All they have to do is drop a movie every five years to keep the rights. Well, I mean, it's 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 a good deal because, and I don't know if you guys remember, at one point, even before Tom Holland got to the picture, Sony wasn't doing very well with, with their properties. Nope. So I, I like that was a main driving factor of them joining up with the MCU because Kevin Feige wanted Spider-Man in those properties and Sony was on, on his last legs. So it was in the best interest of Sony to join up with Kevin Feige in, in the MCU. So <laughs> it is a good deal, you know, because Sony and Disney can continue. And I think, I think the, the, the way it works, the way it works, Sony gets to keep all of the profits, the movie profits from the Spider-Man movies. And I think Disney gets the merchandise money. If, if, I, if, if I remember that deal correctly, um, so yeah, Sony has a good deal because they keep all the, the profits from you know, you know the, the the film revenue or whatever. But it's kind of like, well, Sony is Sony still wants to do its own thing with these other properties, and I'm just like, I don't know if 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 I'm Kevin Feige, I'm like, look, guys, this Morbius shit and this Craven shit, uh-uh. Let's how about we do a deal to where we're involved. With all your characters, you guys can still keep the fucking movie money, but let's be involved. Because I mean, E meals is confusing. What they're doing doesn't make any sense. So if I'm Kevin Feige, Disney, Marvel, I'm like, look, let's do a deal for all the properties. Just how we did with Tom Holland. And keep it going that way. That makes that makes more sense to me. Yeah, it really comes down to like money. It, it really does. Um, like Amazing Spider-Man to I want to say tanked, but you know, fans shitted on it. You know, you know what I'm saying. But I will say the best thing Sony has going for him right now is Tom Holland Spider-Man, and to some extent Venom. You know, they got that going for themselves, and I feel like I yeah. know it has something to do with money, but I feel like they missed an opportunity with. Venom because I, I really wanted Venom to interact and in, to be in the movie of No Way Home, not just sitting at the bar saying I'm going to go see Spider Man or whatever. Because you already know I'm a I'm a traditionalist in certain ways because I rather have Venom in his classic Venom outfit with the white spider, you know, having a limited webbing and and actually be able to web swing through the city and use a symbiote at the same time. So. But we may get that 
with with Tom Holland Spider Man because he left a piece of the symbiote at the bar. Yeah, I, I forgot about that. I forgot about that. So now, speaking now, of Kevin Feige, what, though, well, if they, well, if they do a Venom with Tom Holland MCU, then that goes against Tom Hardy's Venom, and you know, so and so, like what two Venoms? Yeah, two, yeah, two, Venoms two different universes. Yeah, two different universes. So you got Venom on his own Venom verse, and you have, uh, you know, the Venom and Spider Man. That that Venom could. Uh, could assimilate with Tom Holland Spider-Man to be a black Spider-Man for a period and then jump off on the Eddie Brock in that timeline. And then you're going to get your classic Eddie Brock, you know, type of situation. You already got a Hobgoblin in Ned. Cause Ned's going to like, all Ned did was foreshadow. He's like, I would never, I would never try to kill you. You know, my best friend, I'll never try to kill you. But Ned in the comics is Hobgoblin. I don't know if Ned's going to, Oh, he's going to be Hobgoblin. I don't know if they're going to pull that trigger with Ned. I, I think so, because think about it. So when Holland did what he did with Doctor Strange, now nobody knows who he is. Ned don't know who he is. Mary Jane don't know who he is. And, you know, and, you know whatever the case may be. You know, it's, you kind of like, you, you gotta kind of got a, got a clean slate in a way. So I feel like that can possibly be what it is. And Ned is smart enough. He's getting like an engineering type of situation, a deal with, uh, I think it's MIT. I think it's MIT. I think all of them are going to MIT together, but it's crazy. It's crazy. Now, speaking of Kevin Feige, though, I know with Warner Media and with their recent purchases and stuff like that, they are wanting a Kevin Feige type person for the DCEU. And this might be a step into the right direction, Thanos, Rick, as far as DC is concerned. I mean, obviously, Ezra Miller is not going to be part of these deals, I, my, my assumption, because his ass got arrested again in Hawaii. Well, I don't know. I was, I was reading somewhere WB isn't concerned with the arrest. They're not concerned with the arrest. That's, that's what the headline saw now I, I didn't read the article but you know it was you know big bold letters one yes. of those reportedly not concerned with the arrest okay okay mm. so I mean I don't know how true that is I mean you know I'm not sure the sources or whatever I just saw the headline and hey that that that's all I, I needed to know <laughs> well Warner Brothers is not Disney that's for sure <laughs> He said they're all concerned because they're wiping the whole slate. Yeah, yeah. Um, if, if DC is wiping the whole slate, if Warner Media is doing this, you need have Henry Cavill. I mean, he is a phenomenal Superman. I am a strong proponent of that. Um, I'm not. I'm not too opposed to having Ben Affleck because I mean, honestly, that that Batman was beating the shit out of people, and Batman does beat the shit out of people. I mean, I would be opposed to Robert Patterson, but it, I mean, they already been out there saying that um, that's that it's a standalone movie. It's not even like the same timeline, same universe, kind of like how the Joker is in that sense, like like one offs. So maybe we we'll get something different, man. Maybe we get dive deeper into some more DC characters besides the, the normal four or five people. 
because it's more to DC than just those characters, you know? Yeah, but it's... If you start over, uh, I don't know. I don't think they're going to start over. I think it's going to... They're going to soft reboot some stuff. Kind of how, like, they did the Suicide Squad with Idris Elba. Like, you don't even remember the, the first Suicide Squad. You don't even remember that one. They don't even... I do. I remember. I do. <laughs> yeah, but you but you want to rewatch it though? Will I rewatch it? I mean, honestly, I didn't I didn't hate the movie. I didn't hate it. Fair enough. You know, and I mean, so what? We're gonna forget Birds of Prey, Harley Quinn, that movie? Nah, that, I think that was I think that was a step in the right direction too. That movie sucked, but you know what I'm saying? I can't forget it. So man, so you think the first Suicide Squad movie was better than Birds of Prey? Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> he said Pepper's Farm remembers. <laughs> um, I think I, I didn't think Birds of Prey was good. Um, really? No. No. Hmm. I didn't like it. Um, of course, you know, Margaret Robbie, Mar- Margaret Robbie, Harley Quinn did a phenomenal job. You know, she was the star. You know, she's the, you know, hey, that was her, her role. But I think storyline wise, I don't think it was good. It was just it was kind of all over the place. Um, my man did a good job as as Black Mask, um, mm-hmm. um, Ian McGregor. Um, but story wise, I I didn't think it was good. So, hmm. Well, so yes, I would I would definitely watch the first Suicide Squad over Birds of Prey. Ah uh-huh, man, okay. I didn't hate Suicide Squad. I really didn't because I do like the aesthetic. I do like the cool factor in it. I feel like it would have been ten times better if it was R rated. Um, because that was Suicide Squad is, and it, right, Mio said the first Suicide Squad got chopped and screwed, so there was a lot of holes. Yeah, it was a lot of holes because I think so. The the funny thing about it is when Deadpool came out, rated R. No one expected Deadpool to gross that much money saying it's a rated R movie. So Suicide Squad tried to do some reshoots, right? And even with those reshoots, it's still PG-13. You should have just made it rated R. So I feel like if it was rated R and the storyline was just a little bit better, I, I think it was been on par with the second Suicide Squad movie. It would definitely been on par with it. Well, I mean, but, as far as, as violence is concerned, I agree with you. But yeah. The first, but the first Suicide Squad still grossed what eight hundred million, so it made money. It made money, yeah. You know, mainly because of Harley Quinn. Well, Harley Quinn, and you had Will Smith as Deadshot. Um, you know, you, you had other names, uh, Viola Davis. I mean, you, yeah. you you had a star-studded cast in that first right. Suicide Squad, so we can't just poo-poo that. Um, so, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know if, if DC wants to do the soft reboot. All right. All right. I mean, I think, again, I think there's some properties that they're going to keep. Like, I feel like the the Suicide Squad, that's going to stay. Um, you already got you success on the Suicide Squad. You got, you know, equal amount of success on Peacemaker. Like that's on HBO Max because people was talking about that for a good minute. And yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I think those properties are safe. 
I think I feel like man stuff like Man of Steel is safe because Man of Steel was actually really good. Henry Cavill did a good spot, good Superman. I feel yeah. like he's safe. Yeah, but we, um, but we don't know if he's coming back because I've been hearing conflicting reports. It seems like Henry Cavill's like, well, I'm still waiting on the word from them, so I'm gonna do my thing over here. You yeah, know? I mean, now, nah, I mean. I mean, I don't know. Maybe Henry Campbell's lost interest because it's been so long. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, I, I mean, it, it's possible. I don't know. It's possible. We can't say that he's safe. Now, we know Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman 3 is coming. And please, for the love of God, let that be better than WW84 because uh, that shit was garbage. I mean, garbage. You know, I mean, Flash is still coming. You know, I get. Ezra Miller is going through his shit, but the movie's done. I mean, it, we can't push it back anymore. It's been pushed back, what, 18 times? Just yeah, shit. the movie's You know, so yeah. it's like, you know, like, fuck, come on, man. And, you know, now Cyborg, I don't really know what they're doing with Cyborg. I thought I heard somewhere or read somewhere there was a movie coming. I don't know what's going on with that. Um, I don't know. I mean, I like Cyborg. I hope they do something with him, but mm-hmm. I, I don't really know. Um, Aquaman 2 is coming. We know that. I mean, and of course, you know, for for uh, HBO Max, they are doing the Blue Beetle and they're doing Wonder Twins and they're doing, you know, I think they're still doing Green Lantern. That's that, that's coming still. Black Adam's coming. You know, The Rock. So, yeah, I expect that movie to do well. I, I, I think that one's going to do very well. That's going to do. Uh, yeah, that's going to do very well. So, um. So, but I mean, I mean, I don't know, like a, a soft reboot, you already have stuff coming through the pipeline. So yeah. if you're going to soft reboot certain characters, I get it. But soft rebooting the whole universe, I don't know if that's going to work. I won't be surprised if they continue with what Zack Snyder had planned with what with the Justice League and the ending of that. I won't be surprised if Warner Media makes an offer to Snyder to say, hey, we want you to finish out your vision on what you want to do if you can get the right people to do it. Because, I mean, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised for that. Um, but, I mean, Young Justice animated-wise, that's like the best thing DC got going for them, animation-wise, other than Harley Quinn, of course. Um, you know, that's still going on. And <clears throat> it, it's a lot of things that that's to be desired because, honestly, 2022 was supposed to be the year of DC. You're supposed to have all these DC release movies and series coming out. Marvel was kind of like, I want to say take a break. They had like one a couple, one or two movies coming out. But as far as the superhero genre, DC was supposed to be well, no, the, Marvel, Marvel 2022 don't, supposed to be a year DC. Well, Marvel, don't forget, Marvel still have Disney Plus. The show is still coming. So yep. there is no take a break on anything. Marvel's still coming now. Don't, don't get it twisted. No, but I mean like big budget movies. Like that, that's what I mean. You know, they, they had a little, there was a gap where DC could like come in and do their thing, but they got delays. And now, no longer, no longer 2022 is going to be the year DC is going to like try to make a comeback or whatever. Cause you know, Dr. Strange coming out next month and Thor coming out right after that. Moon Knight is making you success. You know, uh, Punisher asked about a Cowboy Bebop series. That bitch got canceled. Netflix canceled that. So, <laughs> Um, which Cowboy Bebop was surprisingly good. Speaking of Netflix, 
Netflix was tanking in the stocks, man. Yeah, I know you don't know. They lost subscribers. I can't think of the number right now, but two hundred thousand, I think. Yeah, I think it was two hundred thousand subscribers. Why do you think that is? E, I can't speak for you or anyone else. I just know for me, sometimes I go through Netflix and I, I just don't see anything that interests me now. The thing about Netflix is, of course, you know, you have older properties, older TV shows, older movies that, you know, you can watch. But so does a lot of other streaming apps, you know, your Hulu, HBO Max, whatever, whatever, you know, is is it's it's whatever. Like Netflix, Netflix doesn't. Netflix doesn't isn't different in that aspect, you know, when it comes to the older properties, but. When it comes to the newer properties, I mean, I don't know. There's nothing interesting to watch now. I, now I do enjoy their, their documentaries. Um, yeah, Netflix is is really good about that. Um, and of course, you know, you had you have your your Cobra Kai and your Stranger Things and you know all your other original stuff. But there's only a few newer. There's only few new original titles that stand out. Right. It's everything else. Everything else, E, I mean, I don't I don't really need Netflix to watch. Like I love Supernatural. I love that show. I don't need Netflix to watch that show. You know what I'm True. saying? Like, you know, like I don't know. Like, but that's me. That's me. I, I, I just think the, the options aren't that intriguing to me. Like, what do you guys have to offer? You know what I'm saying? So I mean HBO Max is killing it. They they are killing and and Netflix been raising the prices like a motherfucker. So it's like, well, no they're raising, shit. Well, they're raising it because they need money to fund these these new projects. You know, True. these new movies, originals, whatever, whatever. They're getting more and more expensive, and all. So I mean, I don't know. Netflix they, they have to, but that's business. You have to raise it to, to, to fund to pay for all this shit. You True, know what but, you ra- but you raise that damn price, man, and you're gonna lose subscribers. Think about it. HBO Max got what seventy-seven million subscribers. This HBO Max, and then Disney Plus got their stuff, right? And Netflix, to me, it still got good stuff, right? Like I'm, I'm currently watching Ultraman, which will be in the magazine, obviously, for the following month. Uh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, to the Geek Corner, if you go to www.orangephoenixmedia.com, the latest issue of Orange Phoenix Magazine, the April edition, is out. Go ahead and order your digital copy today. If you want to subscribe to uh, Orange Phoenix Magazine, which you will guarantee a monthly issue digitally, you can go to patreon.com forward slash Orange Phoenix and you guarantee your digital copy of Orange Phoenix Magazine. So uh, the premier storyline in the magazine for April is Sony's State of Play. Some of the Sony PlayStation games that's coming out, as well as some comic book stuff, some anime stuff, some pro wrestling stuff, some convention stuff, some anime announcement stuff. So you might want to check that out. OrangePhoenixMedia.com or Patreon.com forward slash Orange Phoenix. But yeah, I mean, so in Netflix... I mean, there's some good stuff coming out. I mean, obviously with Stranger Things. And I mean, obviously they're trying to do the big budget movies, original Netflix movies, stuff like that. But you got other streaming services now, man. You got HBO Max is killing it. Killing it. You have a bunch of, you know, Hulu, Amazon Prime, 
you know, Apple TV's coming, you know, uh, Disney Plus. Disney, I, so Netflix is, is Paramount Plus, you know. So, you know, one, once they drop that Frasier series, I'm going to get Paramount because I love Frasier. Love that show, you know. So yeah. it's, it's, it's one of those things, man. This is one of those things like Netflix. I would, I would think Frasier would be on Peacock. Well, I mean, I, I, I think CBS owns Frasier, if I'm not mistaken. Ah. So I know Hulu still has it for however long, but Paramount might be trying to get that over to Paramount Plus, which I wouldn't be surprised, you know, but I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's business. You know, at the end of the day, it's money. It's business. It's, you know, what what do you guys have to offer? You know, and for me, again, Netflix, because guess what? Once Stranger Things end, then what? You know what I'm saying? How long can you carry over Cobra Kai? Now, with Cobra Kai, they're going to bring back What's-Her-Face from the, 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 the new um, uh, Karate Kid. What's her name? Uh, what's her name? Next Karate Kid, you mean? Yeah. Uh, uh, Hillary Swank. Hillary Swank. Hillary, yeah, so, you know, they're trying to get her to come, you know, and, and do that. But after that, what? Then what? You know, like it's it's Netflix. They have to relook at what they're offering the originals, what they have, and they have to readjust what they're doing if they want to stay competitive. You know, yeah. so I mean, and the thing about Disney and HBO, e these are old companies with old money. So you know, if this is a marathon, hey, my money's on HBO and Disney. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. HBO and Disney is right on top of the food chain right now. Apple TV is at the bottom of the barrel to me. Apple TV is trash. I don't know what. I've seen some stuff on Apple TV, but it's not enough to grab me. They say, hey, I want to subscribe to Apple TV. Like, it's like, eh, nah, I don't want to. Paramount Plus, there's some stuff on Paramount Plus that I want. Halo, obviously. Halo is a huge thing right now. Um, People watching Halo like crazy. And then obviously The Boys is coming back on Amazon Prime. And then you got a new season of Invincible that's coming out at some point. And I mean, if Netflix is thinking, they can get some old Nickelodeon shows and put that on there too. I mean, Net Netflix can get out this hole. I'm so not saying Bank that. that Doesn't yeah, Paramount own Nickelodeon? God, yep. Well, yeah, that's an L. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, for it again. Foiled <laughs> <Foyled> again. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, bro. But check it. They just put the fairly odd parents on Netflix, though. Well, I mean, uh, again, it's, 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 you know, the deals you make, the business, like it, it's all business E. I don't, I'm not privy to a whole lot of it. Yeah. Um, but I'm assuming if I'm Paramount and I have all my shit out there, I'm gonna want it back. It's like with you know, with Disney, you know, Netflix has Daredevil and you know Luke Cage. I'm like, no, I want this shit back. I don't care if I'm gonna reboot it or not. That's still those are still our characters. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, nah, I, I want all this shit back. So you know that. I mean, it, it is what it is. Like with you no know, Spider Man, you know, Mill said, well, hey, Sony doesn't want to. I'm pretty sure Disney wants Spider Man back. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure that they wouldn't want someone to keep that shit. <laughs> you know, but that's business. It's business at the end of the day. So, you know, 
Hey man, listen, only time will tell, man, but Netflix is going through some shit. And uh, imagine Netflix streaming that adult remake of Ren and Stimpy that came on Spike TV. Hey, they could do that. They could do that because kids don't know what Ren and Stimpy is, but we do. I mean, I don't know. I don't honestly, if if I'm Netflix. Here's an idea, Netflix. I hope you're listening. You know, Charlemagne the God has those characters coming. The superheroes. Oh, Oh, yeah. If I'm Netflix, I would strike the deal immediately. Immediately. Yeah, yeah. Get with Charlemagne, Charlemagne, make a deal for, for those characters and bring them on to Netflix. Like, that's what I would do. Try to find some up-and-coming characters, properties that, that have a buzz and just bring them over. You know, you don't have to create and be original with everything. Find some, find some that's already out and just make a deal to put it on the platform. I don't care what it is. You know, like, it's, it's, it's do that. You know? You know, like, it's... it's but hey, I don't know. What do I know? I'm just a viewer. I'm that's, just a viewer. That's, listen, that's not a bad deal though. That that's not a bad idea. They need to do something to get themselves out of this shit. I mean, after Stranger Things is over with, it's a wrap. I mean, that's the that's the biggest thing is that Stranger Things, man, because who doesn't love Stranger Things? We I mean, all do. I mean, Stranger Things, Cobra Kai, you know, I would have kept Lucifer going. I love that show. But Lucifer, hey. Whatever, whatever. Yeah, which, which was a DC type of situation. So, yeah. you know, that can go easily go to HBO Max. Yeah, because Fox canceled it and Netflix picked it up because it was such high demand f- for the show. Right. So. Yeah, well, well, we got some, <laughs> other than uh, streaming, we got some video game news as well. Now, Sonic Origins gets a release date. Now, Sega announced Sega Origins will spin Dash the current gen platform digitally this summer in a fully remastered collection with the brand new features. Now, uh, it got a fully remastered Sonic the Hedgehog game collection, which will include Sonic the Hedgehog 1, 2, 3, and Knuckles, and Sonic CD. Now, digitally remastered for current generation platforms, according to the press release, the new game collection delivers a legendary nonstop Sonic action found in original games while providing a fresh twist with remastered visuals, added features, and new content and modes and more. Now, the highly anticipated compilation of Sonic Origins is set to release digitally on Sonic's birthday, which is June 23rd, 2022. Pre-ordering Sonic Origins gives play a few extras, including a 100 uh, medallion bonus, unlock mirror mode, and Mega Drive pattern letterbox. The collection also comes in two versions, digital standard and digital deluxe. While Standard only contained the main games, Deluxe also features added challenging missions, letterbox, characters in the main menu, an island camera on the main menu, character animation and music playback, and exclusive tracks from Mega Drive titles. The exclusive tracks can also be purchased separately. In Sonic Origins, gamers can play as either Sonic, Tails, or Knuckles in remastered versions of iconic levels, such as Green Hill, Chemical Plant, and players can switch between classic and anniversary modes during missions as they try to defeat Dr. Robotnik, or some people may know him as Dr. Eggman. Now, the game includes new remastered visuals, characters, and game modes, game zones, and more. So, this is around the same time that Sonic 2 came out. So, 
Now, Thanos, my first thought with this is I have Sonic Mania. And Sonic Mania, kind of like, in a way, a remastered version of Sonic. But nobody plays Sonic 1. So with his Sonic Origins, I feel like you can play with Knuckles on Sonic 1. And why is that? How come no one plays Sonic 1 anymore? Because Sonic 2 is the best one. Because they go, okay. So in Sonic 1, which I beat in Sonic 1, you can't spin dash. Um, you, that's, that, that's, you can't spin dash. You can't like sit in one spot and, you know, charge up your spin and ride. You can't do that. Uh, you gain momentum on your own. So it's, it's that. Sonic 2, you can spin dash. And you have Tails there too. So Sonic 2 is always that premier one. Don't you, hate, also, don't you hate when the sequel comes out, everyone says, fuck the first one? I don't really hate it. Because usually the sequel is always supposed to be better than the first. It's supposed to be an upgraded version of it. And then, of course, you got Sonic 3, which, you know, I, I like for the fact that Michael Jackson produced the music. Now, Sonic and Knuckles, obviously, and then, you know, the rest is history. Mio said in Sonic Mania, I can't get those damn Chaos Emeralds. I'm working on that because I just got it on the Switch. And, uh, yeah, I'm working on that currently. It'll get there. It'll get there. So I'm I, just because of what they said on Sonic Origins, I just may get Sonic Origins because of the letterbox stuff and the collections. And you know I'm pro Sonic anyway, so there's that. Will you get Sonic Origins? Probably not. No. <laughs> Probably not. No. No. My Sonic phase died out a long time ago. Yeah. It died. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm I loved it in the nineties, but I just I don't know. I don't know. What I do have the itch for is a new Mega Man. I always loved Mega Man. Always. Always, mm. always, always loved it. Oh, so the new Mega Man comes out, I'm on it. Okay, you want it. Okay. I got you. I got you. I got you. You are a Mega Man guy. And speaking of it, okay, you no longer have your PlayStation, do you? I can neither confirm nor deny that. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. So I will turn the mic back over to you, sir. Okay, thank you for turning the mic back over to me. Now, my question back to you is, balls back in your court, do you have any gaming console in your possession? Yeah, I have the Xbox. I have my Xbox. The original Xbox or the, or the new Xbox? No, the uh, Xbox One. You have the Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Well, sir, you may be in luck. So you need to go to GameStop, and once you get the Mega Man X collection, why won't you go get that? Did you even know it, it, it existed? Actually, I did know it, it existed. I played it. You beat it all? I was going to buy it, but I never got around to it. But I know it's out. I know it's out. How far is GameStop is from you? Well, I mean, I normally buy everything online. I don't, oh. I don't buy a disc. Oh, so you digitally? Okay, you get it digitally. Yeah. So, okay, so you technically got time. So when you get off this show, 
Go get your Mega Man collection. Look, and I want to I want to say there's a Mega Man collection not in the X series too, if I'm not mistaken. Hey, don't don't rush me, all right? Don't rush me. Why are you trying to? What do you mean don't rush you? Get off, the, sure. get off the show and buy it. Hey, hey, calm down. Calm down. You know, you know, <laughs> I mean, when the show ends, naturally, you know, go get it. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to prevent you from getting rid of another gaming console and me telling you, oh, you didn't know this game existed, did you? See, I'm here to help you out, Chief. Like, I'm here to provide. As a matter of fact, I'll put it out to you like this. If you buy a new next-gen console, like a PlayStation 5 or, you know, Xbox Series, and in your mind, you thinking about giving it away? Just mail it to me. Just mail it to me. Just, just give it to me. And by the way, I do have a second uh, Dreamcast controller. I was just going to ask you that. Yes. <laughs> yes. I was just going to say. Well. <laughs> so, back in your court, <laughs> you know, I got another Dreamcast controller. We solid. We good. Um. Oh, also for you Street Fighter fans in there. I know this game came out like maybe 2017, 18. A lot of people was arguing the price tag on it for Nintendo Switch. But Ultra Street Fighter 2, the final challengers. It's it's worth the 40 bucks. It's worth the 40 bucks. I mean, I went and played the the way of hot O mode where you kind of like in first person with uh, Ryu. And it's kind of like, I'll, I'll just went and play that. But the artwork, the remastered, that's probably this is probably the best version of Street Fighter 2 you could play. And it plays very, very well. Very well. The best version? You sure about the that? Best, yes, the best version of Street Fighter 2. Because basically, also Street Fighter 2 Final Challenges is basically Street Fighter 2, I think Street Fighter 2 Turbo Hyper Fighting. I think it's kind of like, it's basically that. But it's remastered to which you can change the graphics. You can change it to classic style or current, and you can change the music to classic to current. Oh, really? And also, yeah, you can do that. Or yeah. you can have the old pistols from the old game and have the new music on that. Or you can you can swap it. You can do however you want. And you have Evil Ryu and Violent Ken on there as well. So a different version of Ken. And then also you got Shin Akuma. And DJ, Phelon, Cammy, T Hawk, all that. So, you got to switch. You might want to get Ultra Street Fighter 2. Ball Raw. I mean, everybody's on there. Okay. All the Royal Warriors, including the Super Street Fighter guys. Okay. Yeah. The roster is pretty nice. How the much is it? Pretty, uh, 40 bucks. Pre owned is $38.99. That's not bad. What's the? That's not bad. What's the plus? But mainly because it's Street Fighter 2, because you know you have Street Fighter 2 HD Remix, and that was like maybe 20 bucks, and people are arguing that the $40 price tag is too much just for, uh, you know, remaster of Street Fighter, but I after playing it, because I, I bought it today, actually, after playing it for a minute, I was like, wow, this is pretty smooth, and this is pretty enjoyable, and I know I can burn some hours playing it. Yeah, it's, it's worth the $40, well, I mean, for sure. I mean, normally, if you're buying a remaster or whatever, I mean, you would think that you you know you have new updated features, yeah, other options, things you can do, and you know. So I I now do all games. No, not all of them do that, but I will put it to you like this: if you compare Ultra Street Fighter Two and Street Fighter Two HD Remix, Ultra Street Fighter Two is way smoother. 
Okay. As far as gameplay, like pulling moves off, it's just you don't have to try so. Hard. I'm not saying that you don't have to try. You have to try hard for Street Fighter Two HD Remix, but it just feels better. It feels smoother. Like it's it's fluid, in a way. Even if you decide to do the kickstand on your Switch and I just use the uh, just use the small remotes, you know, even with that, it still feels smooth. I mean, obviously you can't play competitively like that, but if you just kind of like hanging out, waiting on your car to get fixed or whatever the case may be, boom, you can just knock out some Street Fighter real quick, you know. But okay, it, it's definitely worth a good. It's definitely worth the forty bucks. It's definitely worth the forty bucks. It, it's. It got high reviews. I mean, the, where the mixed reviews come in at is the forty dollars price tag. Oh, uh, they'll be all right. They'll you know awesome. what I mean? I mean, I know some people that spend fifty, sixty bucks on games that end up being trash, like myself with Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Yeah, still salty about that. At least I didn't buy Anthem. I, I didn't buy Anthem though. I got the th- I got the I got the demo. <laughs> but not the actual game itself. So, but yeah, now there's another bit of announcement here, like as far as comic books is concerned. Um, now, again, just like I was saying last week, you might want to get your hands on Rogue Sun, Radiant Red, and Radiant Black. If you are a fan of, fan of tokusatsu type of uh, genre of anime or, um, or Japanese drama or Japanese action, you definitely want to get Radiant Black. You know, if you're a fan of Power Rangers, VR Troopers, Beetleborgs, and stuff like that, that's it. Also, on Netflix, you might want to check out Ultraman as well, which is a classic. But as far as comic books are concerned, over the decades, the X-Men and their allies have faced many deadly mutants, uh, from Brotherhood of Evil Mutants to the Brood, and there have a number of enemies who pose an immediate threat to the safety of the heroes. Now, the classic Wolverine villain, Omega Red, since being allowed to join the Mutant Society of Krakoa, Red has portrayed the mutants on more than one occasion, begging the question on why the mutants continue to give him chances to redeem himself. Now, as you already know, he was a subject of brutal experiments. He was engineered to be a weapon in a way that's similar to X-Men's Wolverine. He could produce spores that will weaken or kill anyone in his vicinity, and he could also drain their life force with almost unbreakable tentacles that he could extend from his arms. And the villain's name became synonymous with death, and his evil actions put him at odds with the heroic mutants for years, mainly Wolverine. So uh, Mega Red is coming back. He's joined forces with uh, Mikhail Rasputin and was once again used as a weapon against the X-Men. Now, this time he was dispatched in the timeline to kill Xavier Legacy and would have succeeded had Wolverine not intervened and killed him. So if you want to get in on some more uh, Omega Red goodness, you might want to get in on some mega red goodness in your latest editions of X-Men. Now, there is a Judgment Day storyline going on, too. I think that's between the Avengers, the X-Men, and the Eternals. You might want to check that out as well. So, but I'm reading my Radiant Black and Radiant Red and Rogue Sun, man. Really good stuff. Really good stuff. By Image Comics, which I feel like that will be on Amazon Prime or some streaming service at some point. Like Invincible. Matter of fact, speaking of which, Thanos Rick, have you seen Invincible yet? Actually, I have. Um, I think you asked me that, and I said no, but I lied. I saw it. I saw the first, what, episode? Yes. I didn't like it. Whoa. 
So you didn't like Omni Man completely wrecking everybody. No, I didn't. Why? I don't. I don't really care for that for the show. Why is that? Is it animation or what? Yeah, I don't know. I think the story's kind of. Yeah. I can't get yeah. the story. The character. You, yeah. you just watch. You just watch the first episode. How you can get a whole story off of one episode? Hey, I'm. Do the, you, I am the first episode guy. That's me. If you don't grab me in that first episode, eh, I'm not gonna fuck with it. What is it going to take? Like you, this dude is viewed as a hero. He goes basically like Justice League. He comes through and he completely destroys everybody. And you don't want to know. And you think that's the whole entire story. You think that gives you everything that you need to know about the rest of the story. Like what is what is Omni Man's? deal why did he did that what's the deal with invincible his son what's the deal with you don't know what government intrigue that's going on you don't know any of these things i'll pass, I'll pass. any of these things and on top of all that it's it's a comic book i might rewatch that man i, might, I mean omni man was just on a whole another level that is what if superman goes completely ballistic and that's what happened You got it. You got oh, it. Matter of fact, what about the boys? I can't get into it. Uh, here we go. Uh, but you knew this, though. This, this, this you knew. You said you watched the first season or you watched the first episode? I watched the first two or three episodes of the boys, actually. First two or three episodes of the boys. Mm-hmm. I would ask you to re, you know, continue, finish, finish out Invincible. You might be thoroughly surprised. You might be thoroughly surprised. I'm just saying. I'm surprised that didn't shock you, man. That Omni Man, that you know, was doing his thing in that first episode. Listen, well, I tried, uh, I, listen, I tried, but I just couldn't. I don't know. I, I wasn't vibing with it. Mm. I wasn't vibing with it. You know. Gotcha. Maybe I'm just so MCU now. Everything should be MCU. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's my problem. Me. I'm. A, <sighs> MCU fanatic, and I want everything to be MCU. You got, you got to get out of that, man. You got to get out of that. Got to get out of the mind frame, man. Got to get out of that. Come on. There's more to life than just MCU. There's more. There's better. There's other TV shows that's out there that just is good. I'm just, I'm just saying, bro. I'm just saying. Why you sound like Pop from Friday? You win some, you lose some. Lose some. We should live. <laughs> we fight another day. <laughs> oh shit. Wow. That was funny. That was funny. That was funny. But seriously, man, go back, go back and finish out the season of Invincible. Give me what you think. I'll, I'll need you to watch the whole thing. Like it's it's some shows out here, not in geekdom, but just in general, that one episode ain't enough, right? Okay, so I just started watching The Wire, and so Queen told me, like, the first season is very hard to go through because it's it's not a whole lot going on, but it really picks up from the second season on up which I'm still in the first season. I'm struggling, but I'm going to get through this first season because I heard nothing but good things about Dwight, but I wasn't warned about that first season though. 
So I went in there thinking that, oh, a lot of shit was going to happen. I've never seen The Wire. I've heard of it. Yeah. I've seen like screenshots and, you know, trailer, but I've never actually seen an episode of The Wire. You know. See? Okay, so you're in the same boat as me. You never seen the Wyatt. So No. So I, I can tell you right now, you're gonna struggle through that first season. But I haven't seen a whole lot, like I haven't seen The Sopranos. Now again, I, I can do I heard of Sopranos. I heard yeah, it. I can do that Sopranos, yeah. I've seen trailer, but I've never seen an episode of of the Sopranos. Never. Yeah, I could do without Sopranos. I'm cool with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with the Sopranos, but I mean, I, I feel like the Y is there. Like, I, I should watch it, you know, for the culture. You know, just see what happens. But I got, I got to make it through the first season. <laughs> that first season is kind of a little agonizing. But usually with series like that, you know, the seasons are like 10, 13 episodes. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, what's going on, Flyers Chick? Same to you. But yeah, so um, now the next announcement was last night on AEW Dynamite, and it was a huge announcement by Tony Khan. Oh, your boy? Your boy? Who? Who's your uh, boy? Paige. Is that what you're talking about? No, 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 no. That, nah, the major announcement that Tony Khan had was that New Japan Pro Wrestling and AEW has a joint pay-per-view called A called I'm sorry called AEW NJPW's presents Forbidden Door, where New Japan Pro wrestlers and AEW wrestlers are intermingled in one giant pay-per-view. And who comes out is Jay White. Jay White comes out. He's the former champion, and he says, I'm the reason that we sold out Madison Square Garden, which you already know as well as I do, as well as the listeners do, that WWE has always owned Madison Square Garden. But New Japan Pro Wrestling Ring of Honor sold out Madison Square Garden during WrestleMania weekend, which that kind of like a thing that they hold on to. So... Uh, Adam Cole actually called out Ishii and you may see the return of Kenny Omega they, they, they didn't really say this they didn't really say Kenny Omega is coming back but that's my speculation it's going to be enough time for Kenny Omega to be fully 100% healed he's probably going to be involved I'm hearing rumors about Okada and CM Punk going one on one I'm hearing so many rumors about, these, about dream matches happening so that is the huge announcement. So this is one of those boasts that WWE missed out on because yeah. AEW has it. Yeah. Yeah. What are you saying, man? It's yeah. New Japan Pro Wrestling, dude. Yeah. You, know, you, you, you already know what's you already know what it is. I'm not excited. Oh, so you ain't excited about New Wrestle Kingdom? No, I'm lying. Uh, oh. I'm lying. I'm, I am. I am. This is pretty yeah. Cool. The, the, the lies. I'm about to say. Come on, man. No, but this, no, but this is what we expected, you know, like, like from the beginning, you know, it was expected that AEW was going to partner with these other promotions. Hell, yes. we, we even discussed this at length at one point. Yes. So it was, it was only a matter of time. It was only a matter of time, you know, so I'm not surprised. I mean, since they're going to have this. Okay, so you, you mentioned what CM Punk versus who? Uh, uh, Kozuchika Okada. 
And you said Adam Cole versus EC. Okay. Okay. What other matches can you see for this event? Ooh, ooh man. I could see Kushida. Well, okay. Kushida just, uh, I want to say got released from the WWE, but his contract actually expired. So I can see Kushida and, um, hmm. Ooh, Kushida, and but that, that is if he comes back. Um, uh, Ray Phoenix. I can see Kushida and May, Ray Phoenix. Um, Samoa Joe. I'm trying to find a hard-hitting guy. Yeah, it, it's sky's the limit, man. Sky's the limit. FTR is in, in you know, FTR, the Young Bucks. You know, eesh, yikes. That's a lot. And when, when will this premiere? I think it's June 26th in Chicago, Illinois. I might be in Chicago for that one. That's that's coming up soon, huh? Very soon. I, I might be in Chicago for that joint. Because it's going to be crazy. You already know Chicago is a wrestling city. And if they don't like something, they're going to boo the heck out of you. And if, and if they love it, they're going to blow the roof off the place. Chicago is going to be off the chain that day. They should have made it two nights. That way they should have did. They should have made it two nights. Because that this is a huge situation. This could be like this could be like Starcade in a way. Is there a Vince pay-per-view that weekend or that around that time? Uh, mm, I don't think so. Okay. Nah, nothing that worth it. Nothing that worth the crap. I'll say that because it's in June. SummerSlam is in August. Right. Right. You know what I mean? So I can't really think of anything that June can do. I mean, I think maybe Money in the Bank, maybe. But it's nothing WWE going to do that going to top what AEW and New Japan joint is going to do or planning on doing. You know what I mean? So unless it is SummerSlam, unless it is that. You know, or something WrestleMania is. But well, well, I mean for June, no. No. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I'm even hearing rumors that Roman Reigns is gonna hold the title for another year. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I've heard look, I I've heard report I heard rumors. These are just rumors, there's nothing concrete about that. But I heard he could possibly hold a title for another year, face the rock. And if he beats the rock, he's going to be known as the GOAT, the greatest of all time, which that in itself is not true because it's just not true. <laughs> you know, in recent memory, yes, you hold, a, you hold a title for two years straight. I get it. But there's some people that held that title for longer than two years. Bruno San Martino, I mean, Bob Backlund. I mean, when it comes to wrestling, a lot goes into the conversation about the GOAT. It yes. Ain't, it ain't like basketball. It ain't football. It ain't wrestling is is that type of thing. There's a lot of questions and a lot of differing opinions, views, perspectives. So to say that this person is going to be the GOAT, mm-hmm. why? why? Because he beat The Rock. So that means that people think that The Rock is the GOAT, which I disagree. I love The Rock, but I don't think The Rock is the GOAT. So right. But that's how that comes off to me when you say, well, if Roman beats the rock, the rock, then he's the GOAT. Yeah. When still having the title in hand. I mean, I don't think he beat Brock clean. 
but that's that's still my opinion, and I'm gonna still stand by that. Mm. You know, so I mean that's 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 a that's a hell of an opinion. And yeah. I, and I like Roman. I love Roman. I I think Roman's great. I I still think Roman is the biggest thing now in wrestling. Still, mm-hmm. now this this one year run that you know you refer to. I mean. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So he he, he beats the Rock. Then what? Well, uh, Cody. He, Cody. So what? You he, know. So what? He he loses to Cody. So then Cody is the goat because he beat the goat. Yeah, but you ought to know. You ought to know how you know announcers like to push things up or blow things up because it's wrestling, man. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's really about, you know, optics, basically, because they call Brock and Roman like the biggest wrestling match ever, WrestleMania match ever, or whatever the case would be, where us fans, where we know that it has common sense, that's not WWE lifers or, or kids, know full well this is not the greatest WrestleMania match of all time. It's not. This, they said this, well, I don't want to misquote them, but they said something around those lines for WrestleMania, the biggest WrestleMania match ever. No, it's not. It is no, not. It was supposed to be, and it could have been, but they fucked it up. It, 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 no matter what it would have done, it wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have been. Because I, I, could, I, could I could think of way bigger matches, better matches. I disagree. I disagree. I, I think if, if that match would have turned out the way we were expecting it to turn out, then yeah, I would I would have to put it up there. I would. But, but the biggest and, though, and that's the, a lot coming from me. That's a lot coming from me. <laughs> but the the biggest WrestleMania match of all time, I can't yeah. say that because yeah. you got Sean and Brett Iron Man match. You got uh, even though that match was trash, um, Ultimate Warrior and Hulk Hogan because that nobody ever expected those two to go one on one because it was the big what up scenario. The Rock and Austin one, The Rock and Austin two, The Rock and Austin three. Kurt Angle and Brock Lesnar, you know, Undertaker and Shawn Michaels, Undertaker and Triple H, you know, it's it's a lot of real estate. Yeah, it's a lot and, of real estate. And, and Brock Lesnar, an argument can be made. He's more dominant than all of those people you just mentioned. Mm. Like nah. I, I can make a legit argument. Brock Lesnar is more dominant than any of those guys you mentioned. I could. I could. Yeah, yeah it, it can be a valid <laughs> argument. It can be a valid argument. Like with I, I, with the exception of the Undertaker, man, of his longevity. I mean, longevity. Undertaker. Longevity is one thing, but then again, Brock did beat Undertaker. Yeah, he beat him a couple and, times. And WrestleMania, and WrestleMania. Yeah. So broke the streak. Yeah, you know what I'm saying that's that's still a big deal to this day. That's a big deal, you know. So I mean. I mean, and he, and I, I Undertaker mean, I, showed the mountain until he passed out, too. Hey, that's true. But Brock still got so, the win. So, still got it done. And I mean, of course, Roman still is the biggest name in wrestling right now. I mean, I don't... If that match would have went the way it was supposed to go, then I would probably have to say, yeah. Hmm. And then I would... Put, and, then, and then I would put Sean and Brad too. You will put Sean and Brett to under Roman and Brock. If that, if that match would have went the way it was supposed to go, but it didn't. So well, I wait, can't do that. 
Okay, so what? <laughs> okay, so what way would you want it to go? Like, what was your vision on how that match was supposed to go? Just a straight up wrestling match. A straight up wrestling. No, no interference. No, no tomfoolery. No fuckery. You know what I'm saying? No, you know, I'm gonna throw the ref in the re- in, in the way as a shield or the block or none of that bullshit. Just straight up man to man. Because I, I love Roman. I think he's a great wrestler. Right. I think Brock is a great wrestler. If they would just went straight up, straight up, you know what I'm saying, then it would have been... But can it really be a wrestling match, though? Because these guys are brawlers. It, it can't really be a wrestling match. They got to beat the crap out of each other. Yeah, but they wrestle. They're still wrestlers, E. They wrestle. I mean, that's, they're still you wrestlers, but, it, so, but you know the I different, mean, the different style of wrestling. They just got to beat the crap out of each other. Yeah, but this isn't a, 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 a street fight. You know what I'm saying? It, it ain't. It ain't. It's still a match. Right. So it's like, but, it's, it's like, it's like uh, again, if Bianca would have won that title against Becky over some fuckery, I would have been pissed off. Same thing. If if, if Becky would have won, I would have been pissed off. That match needed to go to distance. No interference. No bullshit. Just wrestle and duke it the fuck out. And that's that's what it. Now, the okay. Same now, way now. Sean and Brett did. No, no interference, no whatever. They duked it out. A lot, of, a, a lot of the great matches, e in my opinion, mm-hmm. are the ones where two men or two women just duke it out. No, nope. uh, so no with bullshit. this, so, no so this was, just two. With that being said, why are you not watching NWA? Why are you not watching these other regular sh- regular other wrestling shows? Because you are getting exactly what you are asking for e, in these e, other wrestling shows. E number one, this is an NWA question, Mister Slick, Mister Slick, trying to put me on front street. That's okay. I'm just, it's okay. I'm just, I'm it's, just okay. Saying. it's okay. If you want the mano mano type of deal, you're gonna get that with with NWA. You're gonna get that for sure. You go. You're not. You are less likely to get. Any type of situation, you know, you are less likely there than you are with WWE. You, you know how I mean? I say time and time again, WWE is not going to change. However, though, what you're saying, to your credit, <clears throat> with Becky and Bianca, considering their size with each other, they are going to have a wrestling style matches. But with Roman and Brock, Brock is more of a brawler than a wrestler. And Roman is more of a brawler than a wrestler. So you're not going to get that arm drop, arm hole, leg hole type of situation. They're going to have to beat the shit out of each other. That, you know, that that's just, that's just how their personas are projecting them. Like, well, E, that's fine. E, I can live with that. You know what I mean? I like Stone Cold Steve Austin, like, we no, know I, he's a, you well, know. I, well, no, I, I can live with that, E, but, but don't yeah. get it twisted. We've seen Roman do moves. We've seen Brock do moves. True. I, I don't believe the whole match opponent. would be that. Like, like, I don't think the whole match would be that. It should be I, that. I, I doubt it. You know it what I'm should, saying? It, it should be that, though. It, okay. It's like because of who you got across from you. Like, if it's somebody like Finn Balor or somebody like that, then you're going to have more of a little bit of a wrestling match. Or, or AJ Styles, you're going to have more of a wrestling match. But if you got somebody like Bobby Lashley or Drew McIntyre or Brock Lesnar or Undertaker, y'all going to have to beat the shit out of each other. Like, I mean, you know, just imagine Bianca and Charlotte for the title at WrestleMania, and then somebody wins over some fuckery. I'm gonna feel cheated. E. I, I will feel legit cheated. I think we all will. But this so is that's what I'm saying. Like, like we we need and and thank God Rhea Ripley turned on Liv. Thank God. <laughs> 
Thank you, Jesus. I've been wanting that for a while now. A little while. Yeah. So now Rhea can go off and have that match with Bianca that we're and, all that we're all expecting. I don't care. Lose. I don't care what the fuck is happening. We all want Bianca and and and, and, and Rhea, since we can't have Bianca and Charlotte right now. Okay. And yeah. I like Rhea. I like Rhea. I really do. I really do. And, Rhea, and, 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 and Bianca wins that match. Hey. We have a good week. We have a good match, but Bianca's not going to drop that title right now. We'll see. I mean, Rhea. Oh. I mean, Rhea, a former champion. You know, she held that title. I mean, I like Rhea. I yeah. like. Rhea. I love it. And I love Rhea, but but before that, I want Rhea to join that faction with Edge because she fits perfectly in that faction. That's a perfect fit for her. Just like Damian Priest, perfect fit. Perfect fit. Now, I didn't like. What happened at WrestleMania between Edge and AJ because that match was good, and Damian Priest showing up confused the crap out of me. And I, but until I figure out what was going on, I can see if you know whoever would have won the match between AJ and and Edge then have Damian Priest come out and then do what he's going to do. But you know whatever you know, tomato tomato in that in that sense. But yeah, I mean yeah, Rhea and Bianca that would be a definitely. Definitely a good match. I mean, Bianca, I believe, should go out on top because of the amount of time she's been chasing after that title for six months. You know what I'm saying? So you got that. So I mean, Bianca is is the hottest, the second hottest. I think Roman's one and Bianca's two. Yeah. It was Charlotte, but Bianca is rising. She's rising. That's obvious. That's obvious. You know, so... Roman won Bianca's two right now, and then I would say Charlotte, and then whatever else. And then, you know, you mentioned Finn Balor. I, I feel bad for Finn Balor, man. I really do. Mm. Well, I, I will say the right guy won between him and Austin Theory. <sighs> okay. I mean, you got you, you, okay. so to think about it. You hanging around, okay. Vince McMahon only hang on screen hangs around people on screen, it's like you can count maybe on like maybe one and a half hands how many people he's actually had a long-standing on-screen relationship with and something bear fruit from it. Every time you're on screen with him, you bear fruit from it. So this thing between him, Theory and Vince was going on for like eight months, I think. It was going on for a minute. And you know it's going to bear fruit to a certain degree. Like, you know he's going to get a title around his race to a certain degree. Because before then, you know, Theory was just kind of like pissing in the wind in, in certain ways. You know what, E, you're right. You're right, E. And I'm glad you said that. Let's have Roman lose to Austin Theory for, for the championship. But he's a heel. That don't make sense. Yeah, whatever. This will that don't fix. make sense. This will fix it. Uh, how? Because how? <laughs> in, your, in your mind, in your mind, Roman Reigns is a heel, so well, you can't have well, a heel beat another heel. Well, no, because E, you you, you brought up a good point, and yeah. I, I I forgot about it. Whoever Vince stood next to became a world champion, or became a champion, not necessarily a world champion, became a champion. Ooh. Which also theory is, Ooh. also Ooh. theory is a United States champion currently. Give me one person Vince was that stood beside and he didn't become world champion. Let's see. He stood beside. Okay, he stood beside Rollins, world champion, but he did champion. that before then. But Rollins did that before then. 
so, well, lately, I mean, e, come on, one person, Vince, every person Vince stood beside publicly became a world champion. Whether yeah, eventually, yeah. Whether before yeah. or after, you know what I'm saying. So well, most of well, lately it's been before. Some people have already been world champion before then, like Austin before then, The Rock. I think his first championship win was at no, well, no. it was before then. Well, no, I'm not. I'm not talking about just everyone in general. I'm talking about the the guy specifically. Vince stood beside publicly. They've been champion. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no doubt. Because, because Vince pushed for them to be champion. Yeah. So since Vince is standing behind Austin Theory, well, your Cody Theory might be out the window. No, little. Cody's still going. Cody's still going to be world champion. He's a face. Well, theory Vince, is not a face. Well, Vince he's never, never going to be a face right now. Well, Vince ain't standing beside him. No, I mean, he ain't. I mean, E, you brought up a good point. You did. So yeah. in my mind, Austin Theory might be the guy to take down Roman Reigns. No. Nah. Because he's a okay. <laughs> no. No. No, no, and that's no. That's a good point, E. E, that was a good point. I'm glad you made that point, E. I mean, I, I know, I know that's a good point, but I mean it, it don't make sense. Like he Vince knows it don't make sense because like theory. Is an up and coming guy, and he's the current United States champion. He only been a champion for like a few days. So, and on top of that, he's a heel. Everybody, everybody he beats, he take a selfie with him. So it's like he's not a good guy. Cody is that good guy. Roman is not that good guy. Well, to people's eyes, he's a heel. So, you know that it don't make it don't make sense at all unless Theory yeah, ends up being yeah, yeah. ends up being a face. That's the only way you can see him fighting for it. And Vince don't associate himself with the face. Yeah, but Theory hasn't even been with Vince that long. No, and, he hasn't. And all of a sudden, he he's a U.S. champion? And he he just got... I mean, come on now, E. Come no, on. I, can't, I can't say he all of a sudden because he hasn't been hanging around with Vince for about six to, six to eight months. And before yeah. that, Theory wasn't... Theory is a huge talent, like, in the ring. But he wasn't getting the push that he was supposed to. Like, I mean, there's some people that wanted him to get pushed, and then here he goes, and nobody don't need to bitch about it now because but he's for getting whatever, the push that he deserves. But for whatever reason, Vince stood beside him. And it, yeah, it, that, seems, to me, it, it seems to me that he, he got that title early. That's how, nah. that, that's how it looks to me. Ah, but what was Finn Balor doing with that title in the first place? Not a damn thing. He yeah. wasn't on WrestleMania. He wasn't defending. I mean, he wasn't defending that title against somebody prolific at that point. Again, Finn well, was that ain't Finn's fault. That ain't I'm Finn's not, fault. We know how fault. great Finn is. E, let's let's not do that. I know. Let's, I know. I let's know. But Finn more than what we're doing right now. E, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, dis I'm not disrespecting Finn or no stretch <laughs> imagination, but him currently holding the title, he wasn't doing anything with it. That so, wasn't Finn's fault, though. I get it. It wasn't his fault, but he beat Finn Balor. Legitimately, in the ring, there was no interference with that. Like he beat him, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like how you wanted people to get beat, that's how Theory beat him, and that and that was the end of story from there. You know what I'm saying? That that was it for that. But Theory is getting his push. A young guy is getting that push, like what you will want or what people will want. I feel like we shouldn't have a complaint about the situation. I mean, yeah, it was done at, I mean, at Finn's expense. Listen, I'm not mad about, I mean, to be honest, I don't really have a feeling on Austin Theory. Like, I don't know yeah. how, I, I'm not sure how I feel about him yet, but yeah. I but I do like Finn. Mm -hmm. I love 
I love Finn Balor. And with the right push, the right story, I think Finn would have propelled that title more than what we've seen. Yeah. And I mean, to be honest, even before Finn, that title hasn't really been re relevant. No. I mean, if you want to get jiggy with it, like even even before Finn, that, that title hasn't really been, eh, you know what I'm and saying? That, that is the bigger problem. And if Theory has that title around his waist and Vince is backing him, then maybe, if this Vince, maybe. If Vince, another good point, E, if Vince is backing him, if Vince would have backed Finn, do you think it would have been better? With Vince would have backed Finn because Finn, Finn is a face. If Finn was a heel, then yeah, it would have worked. Vince only backs heels. He don't back anybody, I'm any good saying, guys. I'm just saying in general. Let's just say Vince. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If Vince would have backed Finn, do you think that title would have been more relevant and Finn more relevant if Vince would have backed him? Possibly. But that's, that's, state, that's a not, possibility. That's a possibility. Not, it's not. I don't want to poo-poo Finn, and I don't want to make it seem like Finn didn't do enough to, to make that title hot because we right. all know who Finn is, and Finn still has his, his fans. He's, he's, he's still got them. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, Austin Theory, if if he's the guy with Vince's backing to make this title a thing, okay, that, that remains to be seen. I don't know. I don't really I'll put, know. I'll put, I'll put it to you like this. I don't think that United States title has been relevant ever since uh, John Cena held it and was doing open challenges every week. I agree. I agree. And it was made really relevant, especially with him and uh, Miro. Or Rusev, as people, some people may know him. You know, and that was at WrestleMania. You know what I'm saying? So I, I feel like its relevancy will increase now that on screen you have Vance backing Theory and Theory holding that title, and maybe that relevancy will will get to where it needs to be. The Intercontinental title, same way, I feel like that needs to get put somewhere in the forefront because back in the day, the Intercontinental title was your ticket. Oh, I want to I want to say your ticket to the world title, but at least you know you're on a trajectory on getting there. Who's the champ now? I see champ. Who is it? Uh, <laughs> 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 uh the, 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 let me let me let me go Google real quick. <laughs> it ain't Sammy Zayn, is it? No, it ain't Sammy. No, right? no, no, no. It's not Sammy. It's not Sammy. The Intercontinental title was not um, defended on WrestleMania. So there's that. Dang, on it, man. Um, who is the Intercontinental champion currently? That can't be right. It says, it says Shinsuke Nakamura is, but that's not right. No, Ricochet. Ricochet is the current champion. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, Ricochet. Yeah, he defeated uh, Sami Zayn March 4, 2022 on SmackDown, Miami, Florida. Okay. How do you feel about uh, a Ricochet-Finn Balor rivalry for the IC title? <sighs> well, for one, they're on two different brands. Oh, shit. God ah, damn it. But uh, if they were on the same brand, that would be actually something very, very good. Uh, athletically, Ricochet can do it all in the ring. But I feel like his personality needs to shine more in order for him to reach that next level. And I don't think it shined as much. I think maybe a heel turn will help him out a little bit. 
you know, be more authentic because you already know WWE is big is big about big characters, big personalities. If you don't have a personality, no matter what you do in the ring, it's not going to equate. You know what I'm saying? You, you can say what? this person can wrestle his ass off, but if he ain't got no personality, you know what? You know, I think Ricochet would be better as a heel. See? I, yeah. I feel like he can be. I, I've, you know, um, it, it's so many people that we say, man, this person is a phenomenal talent in the ring, but they got to be good on the mic. They got to be able to, to capture fans and not just do something in the ring. And, you know, Ho Hogan, prime example. Big boot, leg drop, Hulk out. Game over, four minute match. People was paying money out the behind for this man. People was spending rent money to go see this man wrestle for four minutes. And he ain't did he ain't did a single headlock, you know, arm drag, anything remotely of what Rick Flair was doing. But Rick well, Flair was to, Rick Flair's a total package though. You know. Well Hogan Hogan Hogan's mic skills was fantastic. Fantastic. So was, you know, <laughs> also a way, even because you're going to understand the damn thing he was saying. Uh, well, well, Macho and, Man. Well, in, in Warrior's case, and I agree with you, but in Warrior's case, war, his energy overshadowed his words. Charisma. Like, like, like we heard what Warrior was saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we heard it, but it was his energy, the way he would, his crazy eyes, and the way he would just shake you know he's shaking or whatever and he's like oh, oh, oh. i'm like oh this guy's fucking crazy we love it <laughs> so like it, it it wasn't his words i mean we we, we heard him right but, you know it was it was it was man I, I mean it was one promo e i'll never forget it was it him and macho man oh i don't know it was and Mio Sardia said that energy is called cocaine <laughs> no no it was one promo e it was him and a couple of other guys that were interviewing him. And Warrior E, Warrior was talking his shit, E. He was talking his shit. And I was like, what? Oh, my God. And then Warrior, he turns his back to the camera. And his back is turned the whole time while Mean Gene's talking, the other guy's talking. Warrior just, man, fuck this camera. Turn his back on him. Stunting. Flexing. Yeah. I'm like, this, this is hard. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> This is fantastic. He he was talking that shit. He, and he, he he turns his back on the camera like, yeah, watch my back. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, uh, Mill said he think it was a warrior and the Heart Foundation. It might have been, but that pro- he, I, that that might be my favorite promo. It might be warrior was man. talking that shit, man. He was talking that shit. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking See, that it's- shit. They're mic skills, man. It's the mic skills. Is that it's like no, but it was no, but E Warrior wasn't saying shit. Warrior, yeah, I'm telling you, his charisma, like you said, what he does, like his his body movement, that's what creates that. And his words, he, you know what I'm saying. But he, but he was on that shit. And Mills, it might have been cocaine. It might have been that that stuff, man. Oh, is it? It, 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 probably, it probably was cocaine. But, but the E, the way he was flexing, and he was in that, he was on his shit. E, I'm like, okay. Okay, <laughs> okay, Warren, you got it, you got it. <laughs> look, I, look, I never forget it, man. The, the moment that him and and uh, Macho Man was on the same screen on the mic, I like, oh shit, it's about to be fantastic. Uh, Mike <laughs> skills, Mike skills. I don't know. I, I I think Macho may be the best. I don't know. 
Macho uh, is like Macho might be the best on the mic that we've ever seen. Look in a video scope right now. Look in a video scope. Look in like <laughs> like this is not a call of video scope, but whatever, bro. Whatever, just go off. Go off. But it, it, it is what it is. I mean, yeah, like like you said, like the charisma that that people like Flair, Hogan, Warrior, Macho Man, hell, Ravishing Rig Rude. And like people like that, those large and like, you know what I'm saying? The Rock, phenomenal on the mic. Austin, phenomenal on the mic. Well, you know, the costumes or whatever. Brent never been like a phenomenal mic person, but what how he used to come to the ring, how he used to dress coming to the ring, how he, his presentation in the ring before he started wrestling, what was that what captured you? And well, then well, once Brett, his in ring where it did, that was a wrap for that. Well, Brett, I think Brett's gotten better, but you know, even with Brett, his promos, like the, the only promo that I can remember him really doing that was memorable was when he was trashing America about the yeah. health care and how you guys suck. Like, okay, well, goddamn, Brett, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Brett. <laughs> Still love you, but thanks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, we suck. Okay, thanks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Hilarious, man. Hilarious. I mean, yeah, his fight skills did get, you know, a little better. You know, Sean with his Large on Life deal, Undertaker, and staying it, 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 like it, it's people uh even with vader like vader you have to have that that side of you to actually get to that next level because you're anywhere where it's going to speak for itself but everything else i mean you could have a shock master situation where it was your debut and you just tripped over a wall and that was it for you at that point that that was outrageous but that's neither here <laughs> that's neither here or there well i mean uh you know just back to ricochet i i always like ricochet yeah. Fantastic wrestler. You know, he has look, ability, like Ricochet. I agree with you. He he needs a change. Changes. You know, changes. Changes. And yes. You know, I, I think a heel run would be cool. Yeah, you know, it would definitely now, be cool. Now Ricochet is what? Raw or SmackDown? Uh SmackDown. Yeah, he definitely SmackDown. I mean a heel run would work for him, man, but how do you feel that? about joining up with Edge? And Damian Priest. Here. Uh, well, Edge is on Raw. I mean, they can move him. They can I mean, move him. Yeah, well, you know, a draft may come up and they might move him over. So that, that might work for him. That might work for him. That remains to be seen, man. But check it, man. This is our show for today. Uh, we'll be back next week with some more Geekdom goodness. Be sure to check out our digital magazine. Go to www.orangephoenixmedia.com. That is www.orangephoenixmedia.com. Get your digital copy of the April edition of Orange Phoenix Magazine. And if you just so happen to miss March, February, January, December, November, October, all of that, all of that is on the website for just $7.99 for your digital copy of Orange Phoenix Magazine. We talk about everything of Geekdom goodness, whether it's anime, video games, manga, comics, pro wrestling, other convention news, and pop culture news. We talk about it in that magazine along with the show. So go to orangephoenixmedia.com and check out our digital magazine and also check out our apparel as well. So you might be surprised. Thanos Rick, you got anything left for the listeners out there before we get out of there? Man, I'm going to find that promo on YouTube. Please, send me the link. 
And send me the link. I got you. I got you. I got you. That's it so, for man, me. That's it that's for me. It, and that's it for me. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace. I'm still-